Hey, please go to the end of the podcast for a listener warning statement, but don't play backwards or else you might summon a demon. Okay, la la la. This is the Insubordinate Teacher Podcast. You are listening to the Insubordinate Teacher Podcast, and on today's episode, we're going to be talking about the big debate about say gay, don't say gay in schools. But before we talk about that, well, we'd like to dedicate this episode to the late, great Pee Wee Herman. Yeah, Paul Rubens passed away this week, and I thought, what better way to say thank you than to repeat some of my favorite Pee Wee quotes. So, here we go. I know you are, but what am I? You don't want to get mixed up with a guy like me, Dottie. I'm a loner, a rebel. I don't make monkeys, I train them. <laughs> That's so funny, I forgot to laugh. And finally, my absolute favorite. Everyone I know has a big butt. Let's talk about your big butt. Ah, uh, Pee-wee, Paul, we're going to miss you. Thanks for being there. Welcome, everybody. This is the Insubordinate Teacher Podcast. And uh, as everyone knows, this is a podcast about <laughs> teachers talking about and really challenging each other on their level of feeling squatchy. Hey, I just want to take a moment to apologize to all the real Bigfoot fans out there because it becomes painfully obvious in a couple of seconds that after I asked everyone about how squatchy they feel, (laughs) they have absolutely no idea what that means. So as per usual, we... We'll go around, we'll ask you, how squatchy are you feeling today? And then we're going to ask you to prove it. Prove it. Prove how squatchy you are. And uh, we're going to judge you. We're going to judge you mercilessly. Uh, Laura, we'll get to you in a second. Laura's our guest today. We're, we're not going to uh, talk to you right now. So, David, are you feeling squatchy today? Yeah. What level of squatchy I am, I'm exactly the average level of squatchy. So what did you do today that was squatchy? Oh, well, I looked at a statistic of what Squatchy is. I figured out exactly what that means, and I matched myself to what the average is. No, uh, no, I, I I, do not agree with you. You are not being Squatchy today. If well, the it's... average level of Squatchiness is to look up statistics, well, actually, that's actually pretty scientific. That's mm-hmm. not bad. Okay, I'm going to give you that, David. You are Squatchy today. <laughs> All right. All right. Christine, are you feeling Squatchy today? Very squatchy. Yeah. Well, how, why are you feeling squatchy today? Oh, Prove look it. at these boxes. That's that's squashing. You're squashing things into okay, a well, box. Okay, I'm squashing boxes. No, that's not squatchy. You okay. can't squash while you squash. Yeah, exactly. Good, uh, you're good trying to trick me question. with your science things again, David. You're trying to go <laughs> into your you, statistics David. and everything, you. and uh, yeah, and being yeah. squatchy is uh, is also about belief. It's knowing. It's not even a belief. Mm. It's a knowing. It's not like a religion. You know. All right. Farah, Roxanne, are you feeling mm-hmm. squatchy today? Uh, pretty squatchy, yeah. Yeah, why? Uh, I have not left my house uh, in a long time. People really haven't seen me in a while. If they have, it's really blurry. Photographing me walking really fast. No, that's like that's that's feeling. No, that's feeling like you're Sasquatch. Yeah, it's all right. Not but to feel squatchy is. means you're trying to find a Sasquatch. But I like where you're going with this because. Quite often, as David knows, being the statistics guy here, the science guy out of this group, he yeah. knows that most encounters with Sasquatch happens when you're just sitting on your ass doing nothing. He'll find you. He'll find you. And when, you're, when your camera is at its most blurry. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Laura, how are you feeling squatchy today? 
Um, I've been squatchy for the past three weeks. Oh, how so? so? Uh, how so? Uh, I I went to look for the Sasquatch actually in the woods. Really? Um, every single night. That's what I did. Because you're you're doing a, we were last podcast we were talking about uh, university students and students in general summer jobs. Your summer job this year yeah. is working at an oldie time uh, camp, right? Yeah, I uh, go out every day in the morning and just turn the butter. Turn the butter. Wake yeah. Up. Yeah. yeah. And then, the butter. And then you're kind of then... look. You're looking. You're outside, but you're you're looking off into the wood line. You're going. Is is he is he out there or is she out oh, there? Oh yeah, is he is, is today he lurking? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, Exactly. Oh, is Sasquatch for you a lurker? Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. Really? So like yeah. a like a like more of like a peeping tom kind of thing? Yeah, and then you see it and then it just just like jolts away. Yeah, like uh like the dad in Back to the Future. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> what are you saying? Are you saying he's playing out his own no, movie this entire time? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> so is he also worried about worried about the Libyans? So is he also yeah, like afraid? Always, always, I mean, who is? <laughs> As I say to my Libyan friends. Okay. Well, uh, uh, we're, we're going to get to who Laura is in a second. I uh, just want to know how everyone's doing. You know, that's my thing. I'm the sensitive one in this group. Uh, Laura, oh, yeah. how are you? Laura, how are you doing? And you didn't even I... ask Farah. No, 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 no. She said she was squatchy. She talked about being in her apartment. Oh, right. Girl. You got you to gotta lay off of the crack cocaine. Yes. <laughs> you really do. You got to lay off of it, Christine. He's worried about me. Yeah. Laura, <laughs> how are you doing? How are you feeling? I'm, I'm, I'm feeling pretty good. I haven't, uh, I haven't I seen you not... for a while, kiddo. I know. It's felt like a year, probably, because it's been a year. Yeah. Yeah, but I hear you're doing like stupendous things. I who told you that? I hear from people. I hear from people that oh. you're 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 actually as opposed to the constant joke I make at the end of every podcast, you're actually doing performing. You're you're out there and you're performing. Yeah, I don't know who mm-hmm. let me do that, mm-hmm. but uh she is she's I, a fantastic singer. No. I, yeah. Well, okay, it's debatable. Um <laughs> but uh no yeah I've I've been very busy um but trying to to relax Finish by surrounding myself with kids <laughs> oh, okay. in the summer that doesn't so, that's that's yeah. that doesn't go together you don't relax by no, hanging yourself around not even around, a little bit by hanging around a bunch of kids no. okay we'll we'll get back to you in a little while Christine how are you doing besides squashing things into boxes well I'm just waiting for Sasquatch to show up and help me. Right. Oh, you, uh, me? You mean me? Is that your friend to me? No, you, you're not Sas- Sasquatch. Oh, no, I'm more Sasquatchy than you are. Well, yes. Mm. All right. Enough. <laughs> enough out of you, David. How are you doing? I'm. Uh, I'm doing all right. You know. Um, waiting for baby number. T- baby number two. Baby number two. Baby number two is a girl. Yes. Yeah. Names. Oh uh, wait. I'm sorry. Be- I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I forgot. You want to remain completely anonymous on this podcast, and you don't want to have any information about you, your family, kids. That's absolutely right. Your your, your, your address, yeah, telephone number. We shouldn't. I mean, that's card. just normal. I have your social security card. Do you know that? I have your social security oh. number. Yeah, it's not okay, even cool. a social security. It's social insurance in Canada. Okay, I have your so I have your social insurance number because you worked for me, so I have it written down. Cool. Sounds good. <laughs> I even have your passport, actually. I got your passport Jeez, information. David, yeah, you do. Yeah, I remember that. 
I have your medical yeah. history too. That's supposed to be I confidential, figured. but I don't care. And uh, a picture of me on my first day of university. I do. I have very important. I have everything. We get we get enough <laughs> listeners, and we'll share all the information on That's Facebook as like a reward. If anyone, if anyone, subscriber <laughs> pledge drive. Fair, yeah. <laughs> Roxanne, how are you doing? Uh, I'm doing okay. Mm-hmm. I'm just working on my thesis. That's yeah, all almost, I'm doing. Almost done. Yeah. Almost yeah. Two more weeks. Yep. Then you have a, a have a year of um, doing some um, activism work. You're going to be doing for a year. Yeah, because I'm getting a year, taking mm-hmm. a year off from school. Yeah, because you know, doing activism work is taking a year off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm doing nothing. Whatever. I just phone it in for a year. Yeah, she'll she'll solve systemic <laughs> racism like every other um, EDI uh, <laughs> EDI group at universities and uh, everywhere else. You know, they'll just still put a committee together. They'll figure it out in that yeah, couple whatever. of months. Look, I have like white skin. I got blue eyes. I can sell it. It's like I don't you, think you fit right I in. don't think I don't think I'm your dad. I don't think I'm your father. All right, so uh, no one ever asked me, Laura, uh, you know, what I did. So I'm going to tell everybody, you know. Okay, you gave us, I'm going to say two seconds. But Well, I mean, like, you should should know I'm needy and you should just jump in there. He does this every week. So (laughs) last night. What's your social insurance number? Oh, yeah, let's. (laughs) (laughs) Last last night I watched the uh, Netflix uh, movie called Lost Girls. Anyone see it in 2022? No. No. Yeah, there's 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 a reason there's a, there's a reason for this um you're building to something yeah i am building for something um it's about um the mother of shannon oh. gilbert oh and, i did see it yeah, yeah. and people I... people will know this um especially if you're into true crime and this is not a true crime podcast but because there was a horrible 20 plus minute call that she made to 911 yeah. where no police officer responded to it and um she was murdered mm. and um there were around 10 to 18 women who were killed uh on long island and i think the name of the killer was called the long island ripper who yeah. killed these uh these 10 to 18 yeah. girls so 18 18 girls but we don't they don't know like if the if it's one or multiple right mm-hmm. and so this is this is a, a coincidence because I watched it last night and we found out that the Long Island serial killer suspect has been arrested. He was arrested last week. Oh, good. Yeah, so they they arrested somebody. And and so I watched the film. I didn't know that he'd been arrested, but I watched the film and Melanie said she 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 had seen it. And we had that typical, you know, argument that couples have where I go, okay, we'll watch something else. And she goes, no, 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 I'll watch it again. And then I'll go, I said, okay. And then she's like, but I've seen it. And I'll go, and then I said, no, no, okay, we'll watch something else. And she goes, no, 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 no. And we go through that back and forth. And then, so it took me like a minute to realize. And I said to 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 my wife, David, my wife, right? I said yeah. to my wife that, so uh, yeah, that's still, it's still fun. I said to, uh, to my wife, oh, this is about the um, Long Island serial killer. And Melanie kind of looked at me and it, it wasn't like a, a husband's so smart. It was kind of like, he's fucking creepy. Like, how, <laughs> does know know, how does he know, like, a minute <laughs> into something about serial killers, like, exactly what it's about? And she didn't look at it as like, oh, my husband could be a detective or something like that. No, he's probably a serial <laughs> killer. Right? That's, that's exactly where her mind went. So the movie, as Christine knows, because Christine, you've seen it, right? Yeah. So it's about the mother mary gilbert and how she fought for these women and her daughter to be to get the respect that they were due and to have the police 
um, you know, basically do their job. Yeah. And so we're watching the movie all the way through. And Christine, do you remember how it ended? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. What do you remember? What do you what do you remember for? It's, it's kind of a hard thing for you to remember, but do you do you remember what like you know when the at the end of the movie when like you know there's the words come up in the yeah, what happened to Mary? Yeah, what happened to her? To her? Mary was stabbed to death by Sarah. Yeah, so Mary, the woman who was being an advocate for her daughter who was killed, yeah. ended up tragically getting stabbed to death by her own daughter. By her own daughter in a psychotic episode. By her other daughter? By her other daughter. Yeah, she had three daughters, right? Jesus. And so, and so <laughs> here's the point. <laughs> So yeah. I, I'm I'm waiting to see the joke. I'm look I'm looking it up. I'm looking it up and I went I went uh oh my god. Last week I didn't know this, but they caught the actual serial killer. They they caught the guy and they've they've definitely arrested him for four of the murders, but they think he's done anywhere from 10 to 18, but they have him down for four murders. And Melanie looks at me and she said, oh, I didn't know it was based on real events. And I said to her, I, I said to her, I said, to her, what, what, what I, said, I said, wait, you said you saw the movie. She goes, yeah. And then I said, oh, this is based on the Long Island serial murders. And she goes, yeah. And I go, you watched it all the way through. And she goes, yeah, it was really messed up what happened to the mother. And I went, but you didn't think it was based on real events. And she goes, no. I go, what kind of messed up writer? Like, I like a movie where at the end they're like, also this happened, but we're not going to show you anyways. <laughs> like, yeah. like, like the, the writer is not happy with the ending. And he goes like, you know, I don't like the way Forrest Gump. Something. Yeah, I don't like the way punch. Forrest Gump ended. Let's, let's say that his son, yes, also. that he got killed at the age of 47. You know, because his son became a heroin addict. You know, let's, <laughs> let's go the standby me direction. Yeah. Oh yeah, that standby me does end like that. Yeah, he's going to decide to fuck you out at the end for no real reason. <laughs> why, why do you yeah. think they ended it like that? Anyway, it was, it oh, was, it was. Yeah, it's it's uh, adventures in um in my life. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway that's that's uh that's interesting news there's a lot of interesting news there's i mean there's like the astoundingly interesting news that happened uh last week david do you know what that is i know very little about it i don't but like, do you know what the astounding with, news? something with something with aliens are something, we not saving this topic we are but another... i'm just saying there are things we're going to be talking about in another podcast but yes okay. something with aliens yeah laura you're american you know you know what uh what happened no, I don't. Oh my God! He's All right. been looking well, after. I've been off the grid. Listen, if you're looking out for children, you should be looking out for aliens too. <laughs> All right, okay. Look, David, you're prepared. Yeah. We're gonna do now, as part of our commitment to being positive role models to other yeah. teachers. Modeling, be, yeah, modeling the QEP uh, albums. I love albums. I hate. And uh, Laura, the point of this, and we'll get to you know introducing you properly in a second. The point of this is that um, the QEP, you know, has uh, some things that should be modeled. And one of the things is appreciation of arts. So what we do is uh, Dave makes a uh, argument around 30 to 60 seconds um, about an album that he loves. And then I'll make an argument about an album uh, that I hate. And then we'll decide who's more persuasive. Last week, it was a tie. 
right? <laughs> so that's how it, that's yeah. where we're at right now. Okay, David, yeah. do you have a song ready yet? A song or an album? No, uh, you, you, the introduction song we talked about last week that no, you were going to do. I don't. <laughs> no, it's a constant no. disappointment with you. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. <laughs> Is there ever going to be get... a song? Is there ever going to be a song? <laughs> I'll get there. Yeah, I promise. <laughs> okay, what what album did you pick for an album that you okay. love? All right, I picked um, Transgender Dysphoria Blues by uh, the punk band Against Me. And uh, I picked this album because it's a it's a band that I followed when I was in high school, but I like fell out of touch with completely. And I discovered this album, uh, which had come out in the interim. Um, I discovered it last year, and uh, it's about the singer's um, struggle with their transition as a as a woman, um, and um, the backlash and the challenges uh, she faced, and or face continues to face. And, and um, it's really moving because these are, these are themes that aren't really explored in punk very often. Uh, it tends to be a tough masculine world uh, very often, uh, with the exception of a few subgenres. And uh, it's just, it's it's amazing. This so, is, uh, this is, your time is up. This is so sad. <laughs> this is the saddest thing ever. I mean, once again, David brings a yeah. rubber ducky to a goose hunt. <laughs> And he's thinking to himself, oh, I'm going to outthink Stonebanks because yeah. I know what the subject is going to be for this episode. Yeah. And I'm going to yeah. bring something forward and everybody is going to be like, oh, Dave is like super sensitive. Look how amazing I'm he sorry is. sorry for thematically linking. Yeah. Well, guess what, David? <laughs> I outthought you because okay. Roxy put up the picture. <laughs> there. Yeah. <laughs> I picked as an album that I hate. Yeah. Oh my God. The gay icon, Elton John's <laughs> Goodbye Yellow Brick Road. You hate that album? It's so sonically well made. This album is album. so dumb. Okay, so first of all, on the cover, what do we have? A tiny piano? Tell us a tiny piano with a little oh. wind-up thing going oh there. God, is awesome. that what he plays? A little tiny piano? We all know he doesn't play that. His high heels look ridiculous. Not because the high heels are ridiculous, these platforms, but because the heel part is way too small and he would just fall backwards. Now, I'm going to get to the obvious part that everybody's thinking. Okay, I don't mind that he's walking into like a crummy poster on a terrible wall and he's walking through it. But the name of the album is Goodbye Yellow Brick Road. <laughs> and he's clearly walking onto the Yellow Brick Road. No, he Road. could be stepping no, out of no, it. He's, he's, doing, not, yeah, he's, he's, he's doing the moonwalk. Michael Jackson hadn't invented the moonwalk at this point, okay? And trust me, if Elton John had invented the moonwalk, he would have said that he invented the moonwalk, okay? So he's walking. It should be Hello Yellow Brick Road, okay? Then it would make more sense. I had to look at this stupid album cover for so many years when I worked at a record store and it just bothered me. It bothered me that there's just such a clear air in it. And that's why I hate the album by Elton John, Goodbye Yellow Brick Road. All right, now we go to the votes. Yeah. All right. Laura, who was more persuasive? Allyship or transphobia? David, I didn't say. Well, where Homo was the transphobia? I said that he was a gay homophobia. Icon. <laughs> well, I, you, yeah, you, don't, you don't even you don't even know what El, who you know who Elton John is. Okay, so no, Laura, who who's more persuasive, uh, me and my hate, or David and his love? Well, I think um, someone who picked an album that may oh not even God. exist. 
It may not even exist. He just he just came up with something. (laughs) It might not exist. He's insane. Christopher, that is. I mean, I I I I do enjoy Elton John, but um, uh, I I don't want you to enjoy him. I want you to hate him. I. I agree with you that the cover is not. Thank you. I get one vote for Christopher. Uh, Thank no, you. No, no, no. One no, vote no. for Stone. <laughs> oh, no. I one vote for Stone. You about the cover. You agree. Stone. I enjoy David's message a lot more. Oh, uh, it's than an album fake. Like he that. doesn't. It's... It doesn't even exist. <laughs> it doesn't exist. So okay, I'm not clear who you're voting for. <laughs> Mine goes for David. I love David. Go for David. Oh, Yay, it's like David. another tie on the way. All right, Christine. <laughs> what? Yeah, Christine. Yeah, who do you go for? David. Why? He he made this up. He's clearly pandering. He's clearly pandering. Message. It connects to our theme, and he was much more persuasive. All right. What I didn't tell you, and this may change your mind, okay? Because I know that you are a feminist, but the person that was arrested for the serial killing was Elton John. I don't even believe he is the serial killer. He oh. hates women, as we can go with stereotype on that. Okay, enough. <laughs> no, yeah. Well, there's, no, there's not even keep going. There's not enough. even a point going to Farrah Roxanne clearly voting for me. But why not? Let's just do it anyway. Who do you vote for? I can't, I can't vote for you this time. Yeah, clean sweep. Yeah, clean sweep. I'm yeah. sorry. Your, I mean, like his shoes, the little piano. Yeah. I don't understand. Slippery when wet was really good. Yeah, that, 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 I, choice, could, that but... I could. What do you? Oh, <laughs> what if you just crumple up? What was that? It was, but, but you have to remember too. When that album came out, glam rock was a big deal. Well, so what glam rock is a big deal? Are we all supposed to be on LSD because we're looking at this picture and we think it makes sense? Oh, you crumpled up. You have to be on It doesn't auto. make any sense. <laughs> so what? Off. So we all have to be in your <laughs> LSD world, Christine? Oh no, I'm not in that LSD world. Okay, I will I'm say not... the, the one. Your point of he is clearly not saying goodbye to the Elbrick Road. That is true. Thank so you. you are, one you vote for right me. So I think but... it's kind of a tie. Whatever. Because yeah. Laura was like no. halfway. Okay, <laughs> let's count that as let's count that as a tie. Okay. <laughs> Laura Fernandez, or as I like to call you, Laura Fernandez. Laura Fernandez. Is that the correct correct pronunciation? Well, if I were not in Mexico, then yes. <laughs> not in Mexico. So, so like more it's like Laura Fernandez. Fernandez. Laura Fernandez. Yes, okay. it's Laura. I it's, love that. So love uh, listen, she's she's written some things here to introduce herself. So I'm gonna kind of you know go through some of this. So by her own admission, Flora leads an alternative lifestyle, and it's by choice. She knowingly drank the blood of the vampire, his high unholiness. Uh, it's, it's a hard name that. to to uh, to pronounce. Nostromestafolis? Is that it? It's obviously Greek. Apparently, his first name is Nico, so Nico is easily more easily to say. Um, and she now prowls the night, seeking the lifeblood of the innocent. And she only targets the innocent. She wants to be really, really clear about it. And also that she wants to say that she wasn't born this way. This is her choice. Okay, she was not born this way. She, by complete choice drank the blood of an ancient vampire Greek named Nico. Um, And she says it's really important for us all to remember that, that she wanted to be different and she wanted to be the center of attention. Uh, So she got vampire blood for Nico. She keeps on writing this guy's name down over and over again. Nostromestafolis. Yeah, I mean, so she keeps on writing that down. 
And uh, that's it. Once again, she's leading an alternative lifestyle um, completely by choice. She was not born a vampire. I really want to be clear about that. I did not. David, 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 what, what, what are your thoughts on Laura's lifestyle choices? Uh, I think, um, as long as, as long as she's hunting the innocent, it's. Yeah. She's really clear about that. She said she could have gone a Dexter route, but she didn't want to. Yeah. She said she, well, you know, Dexter kind of ruined that route by ending so badly. Like it's just, (laughs) you can't go that route anymore. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so you you approve of her alternative lifestyle yeah. even though it's clearly yeah, yeah. a choice she's stand strong be honest true to herself no she's not she, she well i don't know yeah how is that not <laughs> she's made a decision she's chosen yeah. it all right i made she's, a choice she's also she's made, I made a choice she's also <laughs> studying to be a teacher which is kind of boring so christine why i became that's why i became a vampire Oh, for the innocent. Oh, yeah. that's good. Oh, that comes that's up why later on. That, that actually Plates, works very well place. with the whole yeah. theme. Planning. Yeah, that works very... I like that. That's very, very good. <laughs> Christine, what are your thoughts on Laura's career choices? I think that, um, you know, it's her choice. And, and I think that Laura is also a feminist. And I applaud her. And whatever she well, wants... Back, back do, it up, back, back it up, back it up she wants to make it very clear that although being a vampire was a choice, she was born a teacher. But slash feminist. Yes. She told me. Yeah, she has no choice in that matter. She was born a teacher. Born a feminist teacher. Born a feminist teacher. teacher. That's it. That was, that's what was said at the gender reveal. Teacher. Pigeon flew out with a banner. Teacher. <laughs> Brackets feminist. Yeah. All the men looked down, feeling badly. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. the real the real reason, Laura, you know the real reason why we asked you to be here, right? Because I'm gay. No. No. <laughs> no. I have it written down here in my notes. What? <laughs> no, the real reason is because she made one of the best academic presentations I have ever seen in my life. It was a Windows 95 PowerPoint presentation that she gave to all of us titled, Is It Gay? And oh, yes. that was an amazing presentation. I still have that. It's, it's an amazing it's presentation. Phenomenal. It's phenomenal. Yeah. And she just went from people to an inanimate objects. <laughs> and then she gave us yeah. a complete breakdown on whether or not it was it was gay or not. And it was pretty phenomenal. That's fun. And I learned a lot. Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty good. You had any chance of you sharing that at some point? Um, I could. Yeah, I, some, I do have it. What are some what are some of the tidbits that you can share from it? Some of the things that uh well um just off the top of your head. I think don't think too hard. Yeah. <laughs> well, I remember one was uh mullets. Mullets yes. but on women yes. are inherently gay. Mm-hmm. Mullets on men are inherently like like straight. Really uh, not not wanting to be a wannabe? Not yeah. wanting to, not a wannabe. No, I you mean like wanting to be a lesbian, I, but you're yeah. a man. Uh, so it's so it, something. Well, it's so something a guy would say <laughs> with with a mullet. Maybe yeah. not like 20 years ago, but now yeah. you can so easily hear a guy with a mullet saying like, "I don't care, man. I'm a lesbian." I mean, you can absolutely hear that. Someone <laughs> would say that. Oh yeah, David, you yeah. had a mullet, didn't and you? Uh... I did not have a mullet. <laughs> you had a faux hawk. I had a faux hawk. Faux Same hawk. thing. Same yeah. thing. Same thing. Laura, I'm sorry. I interrupted you. Yeah. 
I can't remember. I think uh, there was a picture of an American flag that was also a pride flag. So that was like, you know. It was, what, it was confused. Gay. Confused. Is it homophobic? <laughs> you know, I don't know. Was it gay uh, and homophobic, right? At the same time. <laughs> at the same time. Who's to say? Because that was the animal. Anyway, it was a fantastic presentation. We all came away wiser. Um <laughs> Laura was smug about herself after the presentation, you know, she, she once again educated us whether we wanted to be educated or not. So um, we have a, I think I've done enough of introducing you, Laura, I don't think there's anything else to say. I don't think there's anything else about you no. that needs to be said. You're American. Vampire, gay, American. Vampire by choice. That's you weren't born that all way. All by choice. Vampire by choice, yeah. teacher by force. Yeah, only because of the gender reveal. You had no other choice. Yes. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah. yeah. Slash feminist. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. And uh, amazing educator, amazing singer. Um, we got to maybe put that PowerPoint presentation. I think we could make it into a musical. I, <laughs> I'm I'm working on it. I'm I've, I have the first song written. So. Is it gay? It's very gay. No, no. It's I mean, that's the name of the song. Everywhere. That's the name of the song. Is it? Yeah, gay? no. Yeah. And then, and then at the end, it's just like a they pop open a bunch of glitter, and it just like flies out all different colors. Because what's more gay than that? <laughs> I don't know. You'll have to tell me in another PowerPoint I will. presentation. I will. Otherwise, <laughs> I, I don't. You're make... Constantly wondering. You see things on the street. Is that gay? What would Laura say? What would Laura say? I need yeah. the presentation exactly. part two. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get those wristbands made ASAP. Yes. <laughs> Okay, um, Roxy, can you play what's our, our our theme of today? So our little news piece to get everybody on board on what we are talking about today. Thanks, Stone. Today we're going to be talking about an article that uh, appeared in the Ottawa Citizen. I'm sorry, can everyone just be quiet for a second? Um, it's an article about from Muhammad Adam, and it's, uh, I haven't said anything yet. Be quiet. And it's about how LGBTQ uh, plus rights that are legally recognized in Canada. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. There's a bunch of Americans that are uh, in my backyard right now, and they just won't shut up. Can you guys can you just let me talk? Can you let me talk? This is about a Canadian issue. Can you guys for a second just stop even talking? Who's in the indoctrination? They actually are. In the indoctrination business. It's just your kind of indoctrination that they want. Oh my god, what the hell do you mean by innocence? Can everyone just keep quiet for a second? What? Anyway, it's an article saying that how LGBTQ plus rights are legally recognized in Canada and that publicly funded schools publicly funded schools must actually act accordingly. Don't say gay. I didn't even say gay. Oh, I just said it now. Don't say gay. I, you know what? You can't control gay. me. Yeah. Anyway, that's Stone. This is complicated. Uh, actually, it isn't. Anyway, discuss. Can you guys please get the hell off my lawn? <laughs> so, absolutely. Thanks, Stone, for that amazing uh, newscast piece right there. Um, David. I know yeah. this article made you uncomfortable. I tried yeah. to find the shortest one on this subject. There's a lot of noise out there about yeah, what's going along, that. a lot of confusion about the arguments that are being made in the United States. Um, yeah, and you know, the... I uh, 
I skipped by the article. I just went straight to the comics. That's where the comments. That's where the like <laughs> oh the truth can be, can be found. So the article was in. Uh, it was in the Ottawa Citizen. It was a. Um, it was an opinion piece by. Uh, I don't know how to describe Mohammed Adam. He does a lot of opinion pieces. He's kind of a. Uh, he's an activist. I would say. He, I can't actually remember if he's a lawyer by profession. Is he Christine? Anyway, someone no, will figure I, it out. We'll we'll put it in afterwards. Um, but basically, the article is short and sweet. It talks about publicly funded schools must act accordingly because LGBTQ plus rights are legally recognized in Canada. And so he mentions by any legal standard, the LGBTQ LGBTQ plus community. I'm not going to edit that. Uh, has the same rights as you and I uh, to live and love as desired. And so um, same standards have to be held across the bar for everybody. And that is included in our schools. Um, as David knows, this was uh, a hot topic of conversation when he was taking classes with me. Um, what year was that, David? What year uh, was that? 2008, 2007? Yeah. And, and it was like, it was like a... I don't know if you remember, David, it was kind of a heated discussion back then. There were some students who um, said that they wouldn't because they were literally afraid. I remember one student saying to me, and she came to my office afterwards, and she said, I can't teach about all different kinds of uh, families, LGBTQ plus families, because, and this is her actual words, she said, because somebody like my brother-in-law would come to my house with a shotgun. So... Do you, do you remember any of that? Jesus. I don't remember that. You I remember, remember the discussion. I remember um, um, there were there were groups that like rejected it outright. And I like at that point, I think it was in my third year, I'd known my my colleagues and their general opinions. So I knew it was coming. And I think I kind of had had established like a bit of a, a filter for most of what they were saying. And so I'm not surprised generally but i don't remember those specifics it's it, it there is i i think i use this word all the time whenever i'm talking about um education and academia the amazing disconnect that exists between what happens at the university level and then what actually happens in actual schools and when teachers get jobs because mm -hmm. i've literally had students say to me like well what you say is one thing but what i do when i graduate is going to be something else entirely different mm -hmm. laura what's the uh, attitude uh now in an education program on these issues? Well, I think it's it's um, support, but I don't know if it's truly uh, very real because, you know, saying it is one thing, but actually putting it into practice is something else, right? And, and um, being a part of the community, it's like, when a when a kid asks you, you know, oh, because teachers talk can talk about their husbands or their families, you know. So what happens when a teacher is a lesbian or gay, and they say, and they say, oh, where's your husband? And it's like, I don't have a husband. <laughs> you know, it's it. I I don't know. It's um, yeah. I think yeah. in in the university, a lot of people are queer or don't especially at like my age 20 21 it's the time where we're finding it out more so and solidifying it so yeah 
I don't know. But, but just just to be clear, just to be clear though, you are recruiting and grooming for vampires though. Of course. Yeah, at all that times, right? Girl. So the vampire the army. Today. Yeah, it's yes. a whole different that, thing. That <laughs> is. But that's true, though. That's right? my podcast. Yeah, that's she's true. gonna plug that in at the end. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 save the plugs. Yeah. Come on, <laughs> you have a script. That's right. um, I did. Uh, I did teach with a, a lesbian uh, teacher. She was a grade six teacher while I was a, a media specialist, and so I worked with her as much as any specialist works with a, a teacher. But um, she had. I had overheard her saying that she had held off uh, a couple of months until she knew her students and knew they'd be comfortable with it before she mentioned at all that she had a, had a spouse who was a woman. Um, she mentioned that she had, uh, she had a child, but she really wanted to make sure. Whereas like, I can talk about my wife on day one and that's absolutely just part of sharing who I am. Oh yeah. So, I mean, a lot of the arguments, I don't have to tip. To- yeah, yeah. I mean, a lot of the arguments, so like all that noise I had playing in the background of the noise cast is a lot of people talking about, yeah, yeah. The innocence of youth and, uh, and and none of them are sparing them from the innocence of heterosexuality. I mean, well, because I mean, that's, that's natural. Yeah. So I mean, they're not that's considered. It, it makes it makes no sense. I, I Farrah Roxanne loves when I talk about her life. Um, like any good professor, you know, I just talk about my kids <laughs> while I'm teaching. I do nothing else but gossip about them. Oh. Um, but okay. she had the amazing experience in the local school boards here of having one specific teacher who <laughs> this lady literally followed my kids from school to school to school no matter where we moved our kids all, she all was, three of us yeah she was like wow. i'm following them but the 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 first encounter happened over these like and this was supposed to be drama wasn't it drama uh, it was a mix of drama and dance it was right. like the same i don't know yeah. And imagine so Laura yeah. for a second. Just imagine Laura. So this was this was like a dance. Yeah. Yeah, they both uh, happen in that drama. Yeah, imagine a world where two spirit LGBTQ plus doesn't feel comfortable in drama and dance. <laughs> what, kind of, what kind of world are we living in, Laura, if they don't feel comfortable in that space? But this teacher was just such a um the lesson that she wanted kids in grade five to do was that and Farah jump in and scream you're wrong okay? well there's there's two different there was two different instances with this woman go on right and in, in the yeah. same so one was she was teaching dance um and dance was uh all the girls had to sit on one side of the classroom this is amazing. um and all the guys had to come and ask a girl to <laughs> oh, dance and you had to say yes no. you couldn't say no to say yes. no. To say and yes. i was yeah uh not asked by any guy because you know um and so when my friend was like okay we'll just dance together because no guy's asking us and this is humiliating so we'll just and it's more comfortable because we know each other and that really freaked the teacher out that we were just two like 10 year olds who were both girls who wanted to learn dance together making the choice to be gay <laughs> just making that just choice really right and told there. us that we weren't allowed to do that and then the other one was drama yeah. and one of the things in drama i don't even know how to explain this game but like one of the oh, it was one the of the thumbs things, up thumbs down and so no it was you rolled dice yeah you rolled a big dice and one of the things that you rolled and you had to act out like a specific scenario depending on what number the dice landed and one of the scenarios you had to act out was proposing to someone and they had to say yes and a guy came and asked me 
the proposal to me and I went, no. And she got really mad at me because I said no, because it humiliated him. Yeah, because it was a put down, not a put up or something like that. I can't yeah, yeah, okay. that's what it was, yeah. It's okay for you to be humiliated, but it wasn't okay for the guy <laughs> to be humiliated. Yeah, yeah. so, so yeah. both of those together made her very freaked out about me, I think. Yeah. And, 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 you know, again, this is like a, this is a situation where student teachers are going in there and they're, they're doing their field placements there. This is supposed to be an example of excellence, blah, 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 blah. Um, Melanie at the time was working for the Ministry of Education. That's my wife, David, my wife. Yeah. My wife. Um, yep. <laughs> uh, Melanie goes in there and, and she's got nothing to lose. Right. I mean, we've moved our kids from so many schools. I mean, what's another one? And it's super fun, she, really great. And she went in there and she went in to have a discussion with the teacher. And the teacher ended up yelling at Melanie saying, You can't bring your Montreal values to this place because we're, we're living in the Eastern Townships. And it's literally oh what, what she yelled at her, you can't bring her value, bring your values. And Melanie's response was, as is this article, was a legal response. And she said, What are you talking about? Are you talking about the Charter of Human Rights? It, that that doesn't exist here. That in, Montreal in, document. In, yeah, that's the Montreal document. <laughs> and and then the we ended up taking it further and further, uh, and uh, because we had no choice, because I mean, like it was really hard for for Farrah Roxanne. And then I found out from students, like a couple of years later, that this teacher was invited to the university, and when they as as an expert as a as a as a expert teacher okay as a role what? model and uh, they asked an they teacher. they asked her what her greatest challenge was and she <laughs> said it was having to develop curriculum for a lesbian student and then went on to talk of exactly about what happened to Ferox. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god they were like oh, they were like oh we figured out because it's such a small town we figured out she was talking yeah. about your daughter and i was like it's nice to be a teacher's biggest challenge <laughs> it really it's an honor and you, and you don't know what to say you don't know whether to say like well she's not gay or like if you say that that sounds stupid or like yeah. and you don't know yourself your your kid's so young anyways so you're just going mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> also what curriculum like what are we like yeah. Oh, whatever. There's it so was, much. Like she was, changed nothing. Like just, nothing was changed. Oh, it was just it was just just pure madness. It was absolutely pure madness. Mm -hmm. So, Laura, what are you? Uh, you're doing your field placements. What are you bringing into the uh, into the classroom besides your um, vampire agenda? I guess my gay agenda. No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, uh, I don't know. I'm bringing in a space where kids can feel like able to do whatever they want and I think in in theater you know a big part of it is play and it's not always going to be you know acting your co-star with a guy or acting your co-star with a girl it roles change people like anyone can get any role and I think that yeah it's it's for me the arts have always been a place where kids can discover that, not only in gender, but in just personality and becoming who they are. Um, yeah, I, I think that's the biggest thing for me. But, you know, I guess uh, schools see that as a threat, kids thinking freely and uh, and things like that. 
sometimes challenging the norm don't like that yeah, yeah, I mean, you're right. I mean, anyone can play any role they want to. I remember saying that to David because he was a little bit worried. He was in a, a one-man show in a community theater. It was called uh, uh, The Malcolm X Story. My words. Oh no! And David wow. was like, David was like, I don't, I don't know. I'm. Should I play him? And I was like, David, you could be anyone you want to be. Oh my! You God. go and you're you insane. play Malcolm X. I don't remember. I don't, I've I don't lived know if I my life by that point. We are downtrodden. We are denied not only civil rights, but even human rights. So the only way we're going to get some of this oppression and exploitation away from us or aside from us is come together against a common enemy. Who taught you to hate the texture of your hair? Who taught you to hate the color of your skin? To such extent that you bleach. It has, I it has guided oh, me I, so I have, much. I have pictures. <laughs> I have video. I There's even, you should see me in the comment sections. I remember. Yeah. So Mike said, I can be anyone. <laughs> Just right. say There's even a picture with him shaking hands with Justin Trudeau. Yeah, Justin Trudeau Wonderful. and David together. And they're matching. That's they're really matching. Yeah. That's <laughs> Uh, yeah. uh, uh, I mean, I don't know why he came it was dressed. his idea. Why did he come dressed as Black Aladdin anyway to is, your show? Is, I mean, it was a bold choice. This has completely a, gone off the rails. No, it has not. We are completely on the rails. Okay, what are some of the things that that he said that that you thought um, maybe uh, challenged or oversimplified, or what were your responses? Again, it's a very short article, but I mean, it's it's one of those articles that you could bring to a university class and and just kind of bang it down and say, well, he's right because he is right. And now what? Oh yeah, I mean, I think we have. Um... You know, I, I don't think it's necessarily telling kids that they they have to be this way. It's more so that this exists. Like mm. it it just exists and people are this way. And um it's a matter of letting people live how they want to live. That's kind of always how I've tried to explain it to people. And we celebrate uh strides that happen in in uh women's history and history for for women over the years. So, you know, I, I I feel like it's a big part of history, not only for Canada, but America and, and just everywhere. I think it's, I think it's something that is part of our history. Yeah. I, it, it's, it's clearly, Christine, I'm going to ask you a question about when you studied in a, in a second, but it's clearly not just an American thing. I think that, you know, looking at the don't say gay law that came out in Florida, it, it resonates with a lot of people in Canada and outside of the state of Florida as well. Um, it, it does resonate with a with a large percentage of the population. I don't think we're really having a conversation about it in any way. And I, I think in many ways, conversation, um, I don't even know how to describe. David, how would you describe the conversation the way it's occurring right now? Um, about what? Disingenuous. Um, um, about what? Um, <laughs> The Long Island serial killing. <laughs> how would you like? How how are, are people? Like, how are people discussing it? Like how how is this even even a discussion? Or should or should we just say, well, look, the laws are the laws, and if you're not reflecting the laws, then well, I just want I think, you to be um, more specific. Yeah. LGBT plus community, their rights, students' rights, uh, staff rights, teachers' rights. But these, what the arguments are being made is that it just shouldn't be talked about at all, Christine, oh. like, at all. Like at all, it shouldn't be a part of the sex ed program. 
this shouldn't even be a sex ed program as far as they're concerned right a lot of these groups are concerned yeah they think it's all what inappropriate for children to learn about mm -hmm. yeah but if children learn about straight couples, then it's fine. But if they learn about gay couples, then it's, know, it's all... inherently sexual. Because, I guess, they, because they, don't see, they don't see that as being indoctrination. No, well, they see it as normal. They see it as normal. Yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, it goes with this, like, the default setting that they believe that they belong within. That white Christian Eurocentric world yeah. is what Canada is. And so anything that fits within those values is not indoctrination. It's societal um no. uh, understanding it's just performing canadianism to them whereas everything outside of that is the indoctrination or is the the like deviation that is threatening or dangerous well we haven't seen any equity when it comes to race or religion so it's, it's the same thing for for you know the lgbtq two-spirit community it's it'll mm -hmm. You know, it'll always there'll always be pushback against norms, against you know what's been in society. The you know the the mores and the norms of society since you know education was became mandatory, public education. So um, whether it's racism or gay rights, um, there'll always be pushback. And right now we have a growing population of right-wing thinking people mm -hmm. more than ever. So, um, and, and and we can thank social media for that because now anyone can yeah. say whatever they want in whatever, on whatever no, platform. Oh, right? and they're, no they're, much, they're much better organized too. Yeah. They're much better organized. Again, thanks to social media. Yeah. They're able to find each other yeah. a lot easier now. Oh, so. yeah. They they yeah. especially in, in the States. I mean, okay, and to be honest with you, well, we Canada don't we too. don't we don't pay any attention to uh educations of like sorry, educations, uh, elections, um, like education commissioners. I've mm. never voted for that once in my life. Yeah. And yet we have them. Yeah. David, have you voted yeah. for your education commissioner? No, never. And and they're yeah. doing the same thing in Canada. They're getting on all these different kinds of um, commissions and governing boards and then they are pushing their agenda by saying that their agenda is anti-indoctrination right when <laughs> anybody who's taken any course of sociology of education or the history of education knows that formal schooling was literally started for indoctrination in, in exactly the and you know we can we can bring the argument of Christ, christmas and the you know, those Christian holidays that are, you know, repeatedly yeah. celebrated. That's fine. You know, because it's again, it's normal, right? It's That's normal. The, the narrative, they, they can position themselves as the norm. And so arguing against them becomes much harder. It's they, the, the like you say, how organized they are online. And one of the big things they do in organizing is knowing how to um, preempt any argument against themselves. Yeah position themselves as rational reasonable mm -hmm. and just the center so you can't say <laughs> yeah. no to them you can't disagree well, it's the same argument every time yeah yep. so christine yeah. you studied in 1890 what you graduated 1890 1899 like right yeah. at the change right right oh wow so what was it what, yeah what was it what <laughs> were okay the university that uh everyone here studied at except for me <laughs> uh everyone here studied at uh, was and still is not great 
about sex education um no. laura has it changed is there a sex ed class that you can take yet no so there's no sex ed nope there is um, no and I've, i brought it up so many times and then i was literally told at one faculty meeting that that's for the home it's not for the schools uh, oh, so the teacher, i mean the teacher in the education yeah, program yeah they don't they don't have it they don't they don't have like a teachable no. course that you take uh. on on how to teach sex ed and I think, you know, it's also a part of, uh, it should be learned at home, right? But there's that factor that you have to take into account to, our students are coming from so many different right. walks of yeah. life, yeah. right? They're coming from so many different households, different religions, different cultures. And some of them are not going to learn it. Some of them are not going to be able to talk about it. The only way that they're going to, learn about it is social media and everything that's on social media is either super super for it or super super against it and they can't you know come to their own conclusion um in a safe safe space safe-ish space and i say safe-ish because schools are not always going to be a safe space but um yeah and i think saying it shouldn't be talked about at all is pretty ridiculous well, because safe. if they don't talk yeah. about it at school, it's, it's not talked about at school. They're not, the only way they're going to learn about it is through the internet and the internet is not the most secure place. <laughs> it's, it's not the best place for, if we're saying that kids need to be sheltered and protected, then why are they going on social media and why are they, you know, having access to what they do have access to? That's, so Christine, how how were you? How were you besides your own education? How were you or your peers when you were going through an education program prepared for for even discussing the idea of equity when it came to two spirit LGBTQ plus rights? We're not prepared, not at all. Oh, we might have read an article or two, but nothing that went um it, it wasn't in the least profound it was surface level discussions you know about how you know everyone has rights but that's it nothing about actually you know teaching um so no we were not prepared and laura isn't it easy to just through omission teach that something is a taboo if you just never bring it up and no teacher would oh, ever get caught on that a thousand percent and i mean i went to high school in the states we didn't have sex ed we didn't have you know it was always abstinence that was the biggest thing and most of my friends by the time they graduated high school were pregnant because they didn't know they didn't know how to prevent it they didn't know what would happen um, yeah, this is in the great, safe ways the, the great lone state of texas right yeah yeah this population is red you know and that's i think the most for international uh, listeners right yeah and i think the most um the most we ever looked at was a textbook um that said just don't have sex yeah and it's it's not useful like for kids it's not 
you know, having a conversation about it is, is, is one thing, but just showing them a book and saying, here's this, <laughs> is, is not really sex ed or helping them The argument of abstinence for teachers and the school board, I might add, can also be construed as being lazy. Well, I don't want to teach it, so let's just say abstinence and, you know, get on with something else. But we're to use you know? it properly. He meant it was to be used within the confines of marriage. And he says, thou shalt not commit adultery. Why? Because he doesn't want you to have a good time? No. Absolutely. To protect the marriage. So right, some of the arguments, though, that 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 Adam made, Muhammad Adam made in, uh, in this very short article, I thought was, um, I think need to be challenged a little bit as well. So, for instance, in the part where he writes down that in Ottawa, London, and other Canadian cities during Pride Month in June, some Muslims' parents protested their children's participations in the celebrations, citing Islamic teachings against homosexuality. Um, and some Muslim leaders said cross-dressing and changing one's birth gender are forbidden under Islamic law. But, like, I've had mm -hmm. this argument with Muslims before when they say this to me. And I mean, get ready to put the sound effects in of uh, buzzers, uh, David, like meaning like, you know, wrong. Mm. But yeah, in in. <laughs> yeah, thank you. But like in Iran, I mean, two spirit mm. that confuses them. Um, the L part, mm. the the B part, mm. right? The G part, mm. the T part, ding, 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 ding. That they're okay with it. So in Iran, because of an edict by Ayatollah Khomeini, where he said, yes, you could be born in the wrong body. Mm -hmm. So you can get surgery in Iran, but you got to change. <laughs> it's got to be like a full, a full change. But even that, and I'm not suggesting to anybody from the LGBTQ plus two-spirit community to go to Iran. It's not a safe place. I'm not saying heard it here first. Anyway, I, love my, <laughs> I love my homeland. <laughs> Maybe if you're part of that one group, you know, that thinks that this, <laughs> the, 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 the T part that thinks it's great. But but like, you know, just just that demonstrates, well, that what you're saying is not true. Because there are groups yeah. that say, well, hang on a second. Mm-hmm. Right, and so the, the, religious the, texts are up for interpretation. <laughs> They're not just black or white. Like, like I found out from Christine, it was all sarcasm anyway. You know, yeah. was, uh, the Bible was sarcasm, <laughs> and that was a big lesson. For me. <laughs> yeah, that's a wild one. I love that. But the, the Catholic, the Catholic Church, David. I mean, like you know, for us Muslims, yeah. our population oh. is growing. Our numbers, we're getting converts. Even you know, God rest her soul, Sinead O'Connor. You know, yeah. um, you know, yeah. she 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 came over to our side. Uh, <laughs> but you catholics your numbers are going down we're really yeah. raising the fight so so you're are, do you feel like the doors are opening the, the, the church doors are opening so to speak for the two-spirit lgbtq plus community um, laura's catholic she can answer this too go ahead laura i don't think so i mean at least in in a Hispanic, like growing up in a Hispanic household, if you even said that you weren't religious, you know, it was the end of the world. So I don't think that it, like, yeah. And it's also for a lot of Catholics, at least in my experience, the Bible is used as a weapon in <laughs> in most cases. So it's like, uh, that's why you can't 
wear pants because God says it's not good. Um, that's why you can't uh, look at another man. Or it's like, you know, these very outrageous claims, but it's all taken out of context, right? But I think that, yeah, I don't, I don't think that, that doors are opening anytime soon. Um, no, we'd, we'd rather lose the the number battle than, than accept. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. I guess more yeah. Catholic churches are going to get turned Where's into burger the restaurants then. So <laughs> let's, just, let's keep that's let's how it keep, goes. Yep. Let's keep the trend going. <laughs> so be it. <laughs> so as as we kind of come to the end of our time here, I asked uh, Farah Roxanne to take a look at some of the comment sections and to pull out some of the juicier comments because I mean I I always find that to be interesting to get a sense of who are the people that are raging the most, right? They'll you're gonna find them in the comment section. Yeah. Um, and as Dave warned me about yeah. when I went onto social media and he said, Just don't go down that path. And you're like, no, I think don't I can make it. an argument. And you can't make an argument. But these yeah. are the kinds of of like uh, it, it, it's yeah. you get a sense of like, you know, who the ragers are. They're going to be making yeah. the, uh, the 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 biggest argument. So, yeah. Yeah. And I just like to say, yeah, almost all of the comments were awful. <laughs> it was a terrible experience. It was. A terrible um, yeah, it's a I, lot to ask of your child. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> I think a lot of comments on articles like news articles online are just inherently going to be the worst. Of course. What are you um, talking about? They're taking them down, man. They're taking their comments <laughs> down. Okay, so we don't have to say the person. Ah, what the hell? Let's say the person. Just say their name. Okay, because he's going to suck. Say their name. Okay. <laughs> we can talk Say their name. Say their name. So <laughs> David Gillard, 13 yeah. days ago, said, Roxy can read it out. He said, I'm tired of this group getting way more rights than the rest of us. It's also sad that the <laughs> liberals have taken parental rights away so the schools can brainwash the kids. The parents unable to do anything. What a what are, what are these more rights that, that they that you think they like what is there a he doesn't get a parade like, they, they, they want to be discriminated I mean, against yeah, too yeah. the parade yeah the There's right the to suppress they I think they want a parade I think that's yeah. the big uh, a heterosexual uh, parade like where's uh, our parade isn't isn't great pride isn't uh, isn't St. Patrick's Day parade basically like a yeah. <laughs> a heterosexual yeah. day parade wait go back to the comment because I really want to know um, oh, okay because I want to just hear from Laura is there something that I don't know about like do you get like seats on an airplane that I don't have access to or do you have tables reserved it's, at a it's restaurant it's like the stone cutters the stone cutters. yeah <laughs> is there yeah. anything any kind of like do you cut I mean, the line or something like that I think we get better bars but that's pretty much that about is true it. Like, <laughs> that is very very true you want you want to I say to anybody if they're going on a date night in Montreal any date night in Montreal, you start in the village. Start in the village, yeah. go for a couple a couple of drinks there, and it is absolutely fantastic. All right, <laughs> next one. By Jason Williams. No, that's the reply to. That's the reply to. No, let's not, let's not get mad. J-Arg. Okay, J-Arg. J-Arg. And J-Arg. he's getting mad. He's getting yeah. mad at Jason J-Arg. Williams. Okay, okay. Because sorry, he's sorry saying, Jason Williams. Sorry, yeah, Jason. Yeah, come on. Jason Williams was saying something good. Because like a... okay. <laughs> Jarg here was saying that educators were never the ones to decide what should be taught because they don't know enough about the broad spectrum of jobs, skills, etc. Especially when teachers only have a degree in gender studies. 
Yeah, so he what thinks teachers are getting that? degrees in gender studies, um, <laughs> which should only get you a job as a barista in a coffee shop, but should not get you a teaching position. Well, it won't. Jarg, <laughs> so what are you talking about? <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> that is amazing. Well, that yeah. is intelligent. Okay, yeah. next one. Let's get the uh, the drama student to read the next one. Okay, this oh, has three parts. Okay, so this is three parts. So and Jar uh, Jarg is, is back. Okay, <laughs> um, definitely, uh, David, you're going to be uh, Jarg. Um, okay. Jarg, <laughs> can I just say that Jarg Jarg sounds like like a gay pirate or like <laughs> some sort of Jarg. like. <laughs> okay, uh, Laura, you're Bill, and then uh, Christine, please be Michael. Oh Jesus. It looks like Mikael. Mikael, it's true, okay. Mikael. Okay, go for it, Laura. Uh, Bill Hjelleholt? I... Hjult. It's Hjult. Hjult. Bill Hjult. In a world where celebrating Christmas in schools has become an imposition on the rights of those who don't celebrate Christmas, how is celebrating homosexuality no longer an imposition? Not a lot Not of large not a larger imposition celebrating any kind of sexuality to elementary school children is problematic that's beautiful i think that you should that could be a voiceover on a ken burns documentary oh. on pbs <laughs> i <laughs> think know? so letters home from like uh, the civil war or something like that okay yeah. go, go jarg agreed but then you're being rational this is totally unacceptable to many. Being <laughs> <laughs> rational, but go ahead, Brahms. Logic and critical thinking has been canceled in woke world and all public schools for the last many years as well. Wow, this is you know I I know David. What a team. Yeah. Well, I, I have to say, um, just for like some background lore, Jarg and Michael Brahms were on like every comment thread fighting the fight. Yes. Every yes. comment thread. Yeah. Okay, but but they're they're all for Bill Hjolte. They like Bill Hjolte. They like what he's saying. They're agreeing because he's the only one being rational. Yeah. In a world yeah. we're celebrating, in a world we're celebrating <laughs> Christmas in schools Christmas. Has, has become, become an imposition, imposition on the yeah. rights of those who don't celebrate Christmas. I don't understand. I don't it, even understand it. it. Is it a articles about this and it's still yeah that's <laughs> <It's> not true <laughs> it's true i'm supposed to be an expert at this so are you You're david like, I'm you you had your master's thesis paid for by trying to understand this <laughs> <laughs> here we are <laughs> here we are okay next one see michael brahms is back oh, okay oh wonderful um go on dave start off by steve ratry Steve Rattray. Yeah, it's air LGBTQ plus rights are legally recognized. <laughs> I'm all for that. It's good. But I'm pretty certain those rights do not include imposing flags, celebrations, <laughs> teachings, etc. on others. <laughs> Wait, is there an imposition of flags? That was what was funny to me on this. I, I mean, really how, like they, how, are the, how are the flags being imposed? I guess well, they hand them out to the kids at the end. Oh, yeah, of course. The kids have to, to yeah, carry yeah. them home. They yeah. they get their Salisbury yeah. steak in the cafeteria with little like you know toothpick flags. Yeah, pride flags. Yeah, their pride flags. Because Laura, although Laura, Laura is the expert, yeah. is Salisbury steak no. gay? 
yeah, they put a little pride flag on top of it. And then when you get it, they start singing you the theme song for RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> so, um, oh. so in the yeah, it's only it's often rainy. Never, never else. It's only June. Okay, and so it always happens in June. That's it. So Brahms uh, has said, according to the practically aggrieved, it does. Just don't expect equal treatment on your end. Equality is the enemy of the woke. <laughs> <laughs> wow. they're fighting the good fight what? yeah there is yeah, yeah. equality right. is the enemy is. positioning themselves uh-oh uh-oh, uh-oh. i see that, i see bipoc in there okay yeah. christine uh, oh. this is miranda ortega the only thing about two spirit lgbtq a plus ia plus oh my god kids are taught is we exist and basics about our culture same as is taught about bipoc culture religion etc it's a fact based exploration so uh sorry exploration just so kids know they have a place to belong if they're two spirit lgbtqia plus isn't that did you have it reserve uh, like reverse shouldn't it be two spirit lgbtqai yes. yeah yeah AI it, it's artificial robot. intelligence AI. right it's artificial i'd just like you i'd like you to see the difference in the thumbs up thumbs down Oh yeah, just you know, to show um, you just how oh, fine no, no, it was going no, to be. Miranda Ortega, yeah. Miranda Ortega actually said something that was like kind and generous. And, was like, and everyone hates her. <laughs> and her, you hate her... equality. <laughs> <laughs> I wish they just write that. I a hate, point. Yeah. You know what? The day I keep on saying this, just say it. No, say it, it I love better. racism. It was, I'm tired. it was, versus like, yeah, like, like from my perspective, um, like it was better in the days when people were racist, just said they were racist, and now people who are yeah. racist, uh, mm-hmm. pretend that they are social justice warriors, and that's they say, well, and that's I'm difficult, not racist, <laughs> but yeah, I'm not racist, but okay, Cindy, okay. Cindy, so Walker. this, 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 I put. Because this is Cindy commenting, mm. um, getting mad about how straight people get no flags or parades. <laughs> <laughs> and people love it. People are like, yes, where's my straight flag? Where's my straight well, parade? I remember on, on TikTok or Instagram or something for a while, it was like anti-gay and it was super straight. And they tried to like make their own flag oh, and make oh. their own thing. Not the super and it was, I love when that happens. It was it was so it was like orange and and black, and then everyone was um making like jokes about it being a certain Halloween um website, <laughs> a certain website flag. Oh my so, god. Okay, let's let's be let's be honest. If it's an awesome flag, chances are the person was gay. Get it. Right? Yeah. Chances oh, yeah. are. I mean, let's be okay. Look, Canadian flag, is it gay? Yeah, absolutely. It's got <laughs> it's got a leaf right dead center, right? Absolutely mm-hmm. it is. Um your uh Betsy Ross that did the American flag. Yeah. Gay or straight? Uh bye. Definitely. She, <laughs> she, yeah, she's 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 definitely by energy. Yeah, because because there some people can look at that and go America, and then some people right. can look at it and go like, I'm turning this into a fabulous outfit. Yeah, all the stars. Yeah. That's yeah. fun. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, like Fourth of July, people yeah. people go all out, man. All right, next yeah. one. I have two more. C. Dennett's. All right, go, David. Um, Here's a question. 
I don't have to send my kids to a mosque or Christian church yet, yet they know to treat these groups with respect. Why do they have to go to Drag Queen Story Hour? Should all groups start forcing kids to attend their events using schools? This is so stupid. I mean, it's so, it's, it's so, so did you know that, so for, that for oh, but yeah. people, did you know their, that? Their, their place of worship is Drag Queen Story Hour? <laughs> is Drag Queen, that's my place of worship. But also, <laughs> Mr. Uh, Dr. Stonebanks, do you did you know that kids know inherently to respect all Muslims? I I, 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 I miss that. I really I miss that. Even part. without going to a mosque, I I miss that. I mean, I do like the idea though that libraries are new the place of the new place of uh, worship for the gay community. I mm. do like that idea. It, it does sound fun. actually pretty yeah, good. It's nice. It does sound yeah. good. But I mean, like this is this is like if if let's say um, a Muslim cleric. You know, in the face of all of the Islamophobia that's going on, said, you know what, maybe the best thing for me to do is to leave the mosque and come and do story hour. And mm -hmm. I'm not going to read anything that's religious. I'm just going to read whatever. If the kids, if it's kindergarten and it's like, you know, I don't know how many monkeys are jumping on the bed. Roxy, I, I can never remember. I believe there were five. Yeah, five, five little yeah. monkeys. And, and he just wants to, you know, you know, read a story about that. There's, there's honestly, there's nothing better than that to break down stereotypes mm -hmm. you know i'm just i'm just i'm a cleric and i'm coming here and uh and i'm and i'm doing this just the same way it would be if uh if a nun showed up or and did something like that too nothing else is involved i got no agenda yeah. you know <laughs> besides the agenda of like i'm a human being which is just an awful agenda i guess yeah okay next and one. to support and to support your public libraries it's really bad you well yeah, yeah. Right, no. the gay church. Go on. Gay church. <laughs> gay church. The public library. <laughs> All right, Christine, you got this oh, one. Oh, here it is. I, I am gay. Oh. I strongly believe that people should not forced to participate in celebrations that they do not support. I would be quite unhappy if I were forced to participate in some religious celebrations, for example. So, what are the chances this person's last name is really yeah, materialist? Materialist. Yeah, Alex, Alex materialist. materialist. I mean, this is this is just so classic <laughs> of like, as a black man, I yeah. don't believe <laughs> in the BLM movement, and there are many times where I want my own brother to be, and I mean, like you know, brother to and be. People are so happy. <laughs> Look at all the thumbs up. Like people are like, thank yeah. God, we have one on our side. Yeah, and it's it's clearly yeah. fake. he's one of the good ones. It's, yeah, it's yeah. clearly it's <laughs> clearly fake. It's it's clearly fake. What are you talking? You're no. saying Alex materialist isn't real? No, I mean unless unless Alex is using it as a way to try and get a date. I don't think it's real. Well, he got eighteen months. Unless he's trying to find yeah. someone. Jarg know, is uh, out there. He's waiting. Jarg is ready. Yeah. All right. So I think that wraps it up. Laura, do you have any? ending statements that you'd like to make yeah um go to your drag queen story hour support no yeah, um, where would that be where would that be at your local library at your local <laughs> library um place of worship might yeah might eventually migrate to churches but who knows um but really in all honesty it's like i don't know i think um it's it shouldn't be something that's like seen as taboo being uh lgbtq I plus and it shouldn't be like used 
weaponized against children either and that's what's happening it's being weaponized against children and you know they're not it's not a safe space for them to learn about anything really now yeah so, laura yeah. do you uh work in where are you performing for the next little while where's your uh, where's your act where, where where are you doing your thing i'm doing where can my people thing. see you oh my god i i mean i'll be around lennoxville uh, in Sherbrooke, mm-hmm. um, mainly at the university, they 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 say read this script and then they throw me on stage, right? Um, very aggressively. So can strangers but, uh, come up and do that to you? Can strangers just hand you a script and scream scream at you? Read the script. Somebody yeah, else. Yeah. Somebody else has to play Malcolm yeah. X now that David is gone. Yeah, and then I perform, <laughs> left the town. Like, I can't believe that hasn't been shut down yet. Yeah. That is crazy. That is going <laughs> People show up to an empty theater <laughs> as day as after day. <laughs> Where's David? Where's the most David? popular show um, on Lennoxville. <laughs> it's a traveling troupe. It, but it just the other places through. in the Eastern Townships. It Eastern will townships. Not leave. Yeah. Okay, so people can just find yeah. you on the streets, basically. Is what you're saying. Yeah. Laura on the streets. She's walking door. around. You can knock at my door and say, sing me a song. Perform. Right, perform. Yeah. No, Husking on um, the streets of Lennoxville. Okay, so I could. I, yeah. I could. You should. You should. Yeah, you should. <laughs> should. I'm like a I'm like a, a ghost. I just appear at random points and then I vanish. I'm a vampire. That's right. Oh, that's true. Vampires. You pick the innocents and then you're off. You're gone with them. I David, do. David, you gonna be are you gonna be okay? No. Yeah. When <laughs> when when does your wife do? Uh in three weeks. Three weeks. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Getting there. You have a name. Could ready? happen anytime. Do you have a name ready? We have a name ready. Don't tell me. I don't want to know what it is. Don't, Surprise me. Surprise me when you name the baby after me. Okay. Just let me know. Like, yeah. The girl baby. Yeah. yeah. The girl baby. Yeah. 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 Yes. Well, we're, yeah. we're leaning towards girl still back. Christine. Girl still Just Christine Daria. Christine. Beautiful. Yeah, Daria. Daria. Oh, that would be nice. Christine, Christine Daria. Daria. David, you yes, didn't even think about it. Thank you very much, David. I'm going to write that. I'd be honored. You didn't even think about it. Anyway, um, find us on social media. Make a comment. You know, if you want us to talk about something, put it up on Facebook and yeah, say, yeah, Jarg, come be a, be a guest. <laughs> I know you have misses. Yeah, because David misses Dr. Mandela and he really wants yeah. to argue with somebody. Uh, I need I need someone. <laughs> yeah, he won't allow Dr. Mandela to come back. So he needs he needs a counterpoint. Point, counterpoint. Anyway, that's it for us today on the Insubordinate Teacher Podcast. So for me and everyone else, bye. Bye. Hey, everyone. So I'm supposed to warn you that like this podcast is about the broad field of education, but it's a comedy thing as well. So it's got like satire stuff in it and sometimes bad words they use like fuck asshole or shit, but stuff like that. No words worse than fuck. Yeah, no, I, I think no words worse than fucker use. Anyways, people on this podcast don't really represent any institution, like, whatsoever. So don't be all, ah, over what's being said. Just be chill. Calm down and relax, bro. It's going to be fun, okay?
Hey, the insubordinate teacher would like to thank all the people at freesound.org for putting up such amazing sounds that we're all allowed to use. It's made our job trying to be creative a lot easier, and I'm sure for all the teachers out there, you're going to be able to use this too and come up with some creative ideas in your classroom. So check it out, freesound.org. Go to the merch section, buy a shirt. I did. Donate some money. I did. Be thankful there are people out there who are creative and are trying to inspire other people to be creative too. And check out our Facebook page where you can find the references for all the cool sounds we use. And of course, thank you to the Rude Boys of Shiraz for that awesome opening song. So, bye!